Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Finley. Oh, why are you talking like that? My announcer boys. Yeah, that's a little too much, I think. Moving on, welcome to the Undisputed Podcast. Coming in hot. Well, we are hot. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yeah, I am hot, Frank. Well, Frank can see me. The listeners not don't have eyes on me right now, but Frank, my wife, Dennis, you are the lucky few. And you can see me. I am wearing an official Bobby Fish t-shirt, which you can only get at ProWrestlingTees.com. Put Bobby Fish in the search engine, and you can buy this tea and any other tea that he has. Not only yeah. that, but Christmas is right on the corner. My birthday is, Bobby's birthday is coming up. What better <laughs> way to say happy birthday to have a cameo from Bobby Fish? There you go. He'll Mike. sing happy, happy birthday, birthday. Uh, bar mitzvahs. He'll say happy bar mitzvah. There you go. Want to announce an engagement? He'll do that for you too. You name it, he'll do it. Go to cameo.com, type in Bobby Fish again in the search engine. You're and making magic. Kill prostitute. You name it, he'll do it. <laughs> Within reason. Within reason. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Frank. It's I was like thinking the same thing. I was like, you're opening a can of worms there that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Bobby's going to do anything you want, yeah. but you know. Frank, they're renting my ass to people. <laughs> if it comes to that, we can get to that later in the show. Listen, Mrs. Fish, you, she might not be on your side when it comes to that. Well, for the worst right fight, right? For the right price. Right price. <laughs> and for the I mean, right do, price, we do to recent events. Get, we might be able to get Bobby at your birthday party talking about him possibly ghost pooping his pants <laughs> during a match. If the price is right. If you've got a refrigerator, um, <laughs> or freezer meat freezer and you want to drop it on my chest i'm pretty sure i'll at least think i shit my pants we, we can relive <laughs> the jeff hardy match or at least the we'll give the illusion yeah it's all an illusion it's a magic trick i'm david copperfield with your ass <laughs> yes that was that that sounded a lot better in my head until i said it out loud and i went oh i don't know if we want to yeah hello hello <laughs> there we go hello Oh, welcome to my life. It's a lot, most things sound better in my head. <laughs> then they get out there in the world, and it's like, oh, I need to take that one back. A lot of people don't know either. You're an aloe plant grower. Uh, <laughs> my wife and I, uh, we're, uh, we're pretty aloe, uh, <laughs> aloe plant growers. <laughs> Growers. And it was uh, actually aloe. Bob, Bobby did show it to us. They were actually aloe plants. He, they, uh-huh. We weren't fronting as aloe plants growing something else. They were actually aloe plants. <laughs> what was it, baby? What's the pot say? Uh, you had me at oh, aloe. Me. <laughs> what is it? You <laughs> you hear that? Did you hear that? I heard it. You had me at aloe. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I'm a that sucker. could be a podcast T-shirt. <laughs> you had me at hello. <laughs> it's 
don't, don't mind us while we work through our merchandise conversation while recording. We're just you're, you're privy to the brainstorming that goes on. Hey, if somebody know. wants to throw an ad our way, if they want to be on their show with an ad, feel yeah. free. We're yeah. open. But We're open for business. With an ad, you had us at hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> I got to stop getting drunk for these. I thought that was the idea. Isn't that what we were supposed to be doing? Yeah. Yes. Well, I can't How's take it going? back. I can't take it back now. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Can't wash the whiskey away. So last week we were talking about your opening of your career, how you got there. This week, what are we going to talk about, boys and girls? Uh, we're supposed to know that, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> We're going to we talk both. about tough guys. Mm. Legitimate tough guys in the business. Okay. Legitimate tough guys in the business. If, if I'm up to bat first, there's only one that stands alone from at least the stories I heard. Um, Haku. Haku from every, Meng, whatever you want to call him, from every um, every uh, source of information I got, he he was legitimate in every way to the point of like potential uh, justifiable homicides. You know, I mean, if if somebody, you know, if they're on his record, they deserved it for sure, <laughs> and uh. I actually worked for a few years in New Japan with uh, his sons, Tangaloa and Tamatanga, and was fortunate enough to meet Haku uh, when we did a show in New Zealand and then encountered him a few times after that. Like New Japan would do the New Year's um, Christmas, New Year's Eve show at Tokyo Dome, blah, blah, blah. And so like met him a few times and talk about a sweetheart of a human being. Maybe the nicest human I've encountered in all the really? world. Uh, yeah, not just the wrestling business, but, you know, the guy that could uh, fold you up like a wet nap if he wants. Um, but, yeah, just a total sweetheart. What a nice man. What constitutes a legitimate tough guy in the business? Well, you know, this is a democracy. So what, what do you think? What do you think constitutes a legit tough guy in the business? I think a guy who can handle himself. What do you think, Dennis? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say anyone, like it, it, a person that could handle themselves outside of the ring. If you, if you push came to shove and you needed to throw down the guy that you would be like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to scrap with that guy because I believe he could probably, you know, as Bobby said, fold me like a wet mat. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. You said handle yourself. I didn't know if you meant like in the kitchen, like was he a good cook? Speaking um, of which, uh, what was for dinner? For me? Yes. <sighs> be honest. We, uh, we skipped dinner tonight. Okay. All right. Yeah. In the fish household, however, who does we were the majority of the cooking? In the fish household, though, who does the majority of the cooking? uh it's more me yeah it's more me i like getting i i like i like it I like cooking you're, you're a chef boy rd i'm uh 
Well, I mean, we're vegan, so well. Okay, vegan. minus the meat. What okay. is what's a what's the go-to dish? We're vegan. Um, <laughs> the go-to dish would. Oh man, the other night we had uh, brown rice with this teriyaki, um, and they were uh, by Gardenia um, chicken, quote unquote, strips and. Um, we had them with uh, broccoli and cauliflower. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Make yeah, uh, the, um, the teriyaki sauce, just put it over the top. But uh, that was a new addition to the weekly lineup that I think will, you know, make a reappearance. Uh, stepdaughter loved it. So it's got to be something she'll eat, you know? So not only can you throw down, but you can throw down the kitchen too. Like, nicely done. Nicely done. Nice job. I mean, it's. And it's not, you know, it's saying like, cause I know when we started before you got on the topic of what Bobby had for dinner, he said, what do you mean by a tough guy or you can handle himself in the kitchen? Now we're not saying that just cause you can cook doesn't mean that you can't throw down. Right. Or so you, can, it, you can, you can cook, but you can also throw hands or feet or, in this matter. <laughs> or feet or feet. So have well, you ever been privy to any backstage um, locker room brawls? Tempers have definitely flared. Uh, there's a good amount of testosterone. Um, there are also um, an outrageous amount of uh, telephone tough guys or fake tough guys, you know, or guys who <laughs> they would love to talk some shit. <laughs> But um, you get down to brass tacks, man, they, they're, they're, not, they're not here for that. Um, and again, <laughs> no names, but yeah. Um, man, I wish I could name, I wish I could name some of these names, but I do remember in a, in a hotel room, this is going back for, um, Again, I don't want to be too specific because I don't want to out anybody. Um, but there were some heated words between two fellas. And uh, one guy got up, walked across the room, and I gained a whole new respect for him. Because <laughs> uh, he open hand just slapped this guy across the face. And uh, there, was, there was no retort. <laughs> it, he it, took it? He took it, and uh, yeah, and the the um, the offensive uh, subject. I like I said, I just I gained a whole new respect for him because he had told, he had warned this person he was going to do it before he did it. It was one of those things where it was like, listen, you say that again, or you say one more thing, or you like if A then B. It was a simple fucking thing to understand and uh was the slappy getting really ribbing the other person like what what spawned him from to get an open hand slap to the face um he okay so now i'm really putting i'm putting the memories together it takes me a second <laughs> um he was using certain terminology that the other individual found distasteful and uh and he warned him a couple times like hey 
yo, I don't, please don't call me that. And so went round around a little bit again, and then it, it, it happened again. And, and this guy was like, listen, man, I've warned you, don't, I'm not, we're not boys like that. And sure as shit, about five minutes later, he went <laughs> there again. <laughs> and uh, person A, we'll call him, just went over, open hand slapped. And, um, you know, person B just slack jawed and just, you know, acted as if he didn't get warned twice. <laughs> but yeah i mean i you gotta have respect for that i'm not saying that it should you know ever anything ever warrants like getting physical you know we're grown men we're we're adults um but when you've been asked you know it's like when you're parenting your child like don't do that because there's going to be a consequence and you tell them and then they do it you are forced into doing something you don't even necessarily want to do. Like you love your kids, right? But you got to teach them a lesson. Sometimes in the outside world, we got a parent, even when they're not our children. The figure four works magic. <laughs> oh, you use a figure four on your kids, Frank? Is that what, what's going on? You say that me. Moving onward. So glad that I'm not your child. My God. Yeah. Hey, you don't the, know that. You don't know that. <laughs> that do, you, do you give the Ric Flair? Woo! <laughs> I use the couch for leverage. I prop myself nice. up. Nice. You tell your son it's time to go to school? Ric Flair does? Boy. So the flip side of that is any good rib stories? Well, so it depends. Because back in the day, like, the ribs were mean-spirited like shitting in a guy's bag like i mean we're talking you know rib ribbing the ribbing i came up with was not that and um the ribbing i'm comfortable with is not that there you know the the business i've come up in with you know ribbing is it's it's not as big of a thing it's just not um jokes you know, everybody likes to have a good time and, and, and lighthearted, but I think it's where ribbing, I think was a thing that was done with some, a little bit of malice behind it. Um, and I don't know firsthand, but allegedly like the bulldogs, there was, uh, you know, the, or like, uh, Quebecers. Yeah, there were there were certain guys that were known for like ribs that that went too far. Um, and I just think that the business that I've come up in and, and still am in, um, I'd like to think of it as more of, um, you know, guys are more on the same team and not that we're not competing for spots and all that stuff. And there's definitely people, you know, I don't like. And I'm, I'm sure other people could say the same. I mean, shit, I'm sure I'm the person some people don't like. Uh, but I just don't, I don't know. I mean, the man, ribbing's really a lost. Yeah, I think so. I think it's like, um, you know, uh, taking too many somas. <laughs> it's kind of a thing of the past. A little passe. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> you know, we've learned from our mistakes. <laughs> 
So back to tough guys then. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, who? Uh, well, I mean, you know, now that you say it, we got a, a legitimate tough guy. Um, he grew up, or yeah, was from not too far from from us, gentlemen. Not too far from the capital region. Are we talking about the stallion? We're talking about oh, Axel. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I, I don't know, I've, you know, not Haku level, but was always, always heard stories about Hacksaw being a legitimate tough guy, which was kind of ironic that he was, oh, tough guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you like my Hacksaw. I guess it's good. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah. Well, I think I uh I could well, he was a pretty good football player too though. I think he played yeah. the Bills at one point a little bit, had a cup of coffee with the Bills. So he was a pretty good yeah. collegiate athlete too. As was uh Who? Steve Williams. Haku might have played some ball too. I don't know. Yeah, back in the back in the seventies, it wasn't uncommon for those guys to come up through the NFL or CFL. I think Tully Blanchard did. I think he played quarterback, as did Tito Santana. I know all, Tully, all those guys did. Uh, big college football uh, quarterback, Tully, from from what I understand. So speaking of tough guys, didn't you appear on Tough Enough, or didn't you try out for Tough Enough? That was a long time ago, and uh, so trying to keep things chronologically correct in my head, like I think um, I had possibly I'm, I'm almost positive i sent in a, a tough enough video uh before i had gotten into wrestling and uh i don't think i i, I don't think i got in any uh callbacks or anything on that and then um i was into pro wrestling was wrestling for a few years i had done some wwe like extra stuff i think i had a dark match um I may have uh, had a tryout and uh, didn't get didn't get um, selected for the tryout. But then, like Tough Enough was coming, they were doing another casting for it. Anyway, I put something together. Um, I sent it in. I ended up making it like however many rounds there were. I don't remember what year it was, but they flew me out to Los Angeles. Um, I don't know how far along in the process I was necessarily, but I know that they were picking eight and we were down to like 25 people. So I'm just oh, so basically you got down uh, yeah, you got down to people that were there. They, they hadn't started filming anything per se yet, but they did say to us that we'll see cameras. And when the cameras are around, like, you know, I'm I, again, I'm, I'm not going to uh, show how the, um, you know, uh, like take the rabbit out of the hat so to speak but there were certain things that they were like you know you see cameras and <clears throat> so act this way or a, B, and yeah, yeah yeah so um but nothing that was recorded of me made it to air um that i'm aware of um but yeah i was pretty far along in the process um i will divulge that like 
so I had been wrestling for a little while. So I knew some of the people that were there because you cross paths with people on the Indies. And, uh, this is a little bit of the, um, TV magic, uh, <laughs> that magic. I was not privy to, uh, until I got there, but like they, they had said to us, one of the things that they, they requested of us was if you are on, if you're being, uh, recorded, uh, don't act like, you know, anyone, even if you know them, you know, so there were people that were there with me that I knew from like different indie shows and whatever and i had to act as if i was meeting them for the first time if i thought if we thought we were being recorded which we were told that at any time you could be recorded so we had to pretend <laughs> and again this is where like you then come home and you're like oh reality tv is bullshit <laughs> 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 which you know yeah it really pretty much is but yeah, I, I did not, um, like I said, I was uh, down to like 25. They were picking like eight people. I got sent home. Um, when I got sent home, I thought like, oh man, I, that was my. Um, then from there, where did you go? Like, I would assume you're down on yourself because you didn't make tough enough. Like, where do you, where do you go from there? You keep doing the Indies or? I started eating a lot. Um, I got up like, to about. 350 like cheeseburgers and stuff just just french like five guys yeah five guys uh no um so from there i think i continued working i was i was i think working a little bit in japan at that time for noah um just continued making tours over there and getting better at uh at doing this and and then working more indies um I don't think I really got anything from the tough enough experience from um, a notoriety standpoint. Yeah. I just think it was, you know, it just was what it was. I may have become a little bit more familiar with um, some of the office staff with WWE, just as far as being a face that then the next time I go to work as an extra, I don't know, maybe somebody was like, Oh, well, I remember that guy from somewhere. I, I don't know. I, I can't say for, for definite but yeah I, it's all a process you don't realize it when you're going through it but you become more and more familiar with these people and then in the wrestling business you you never know when you're going to cross paths with people again so you know and then one day you're at a you're at a tv taping thing you're an extra and someone goes hey there's jerk jackson <laughs> yeah i caught some steam that jerking johnson or jerking with i said last week that caught steam <laughs> jerking johnson Jerk and Johnson. Jergen. Jergen. If they Jergen. would like to come on Jergen. and advertise on the podcast, we're, we, are yeah. we, we are open to phone calls from Jergen's lotion. Open for business. How did they not go out and get Kurgan from the oddities? You remember him, Frank? I do remember him. Kurgan. Was Jer- it, um, I don't know. Was it John Tenta was in that group, I think. I remember correctly. It was earthquake. He he was. He came back in a, in a mask and like a ripped T-shirt. I remember as as the oddity. A shark or something. The shark guy. Yeah, yeah. He was a shark guy yeah. in WCW. Right. Yeah, chubby ass shark. So, well, he. I heard he was a tough guy too. He's a sumo wrestler over in Japan. I think at one point that's where his background was. Oh, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I can't picture him in a thong like that, but hey, 
you know? I'm trying to. Why? Yeah. What? Give me a few seconds. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I can't yet, but give me a minute and I'll get there. <laughs> Where, where's this train wreck going next? <laughs> Off the rails. <laughs> All right. So we talked about some tough guys. Uh, we talked about tough enough. Tough enough. I think the uh, elf in the room's got to be. Um, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about. There was a. We record this Monday. There was at least there was three wrestling shows over the weekend. We had the um, WWE had to get their castle show. We had NXT, and mm-hmm. we had the now we had the now infamous AEW event last night, which I think ended two minutes ago. As we we're recording this, that's how long it was. <laughs> It was, uh, <laughs> I, well, I don't even know. What I'm sorry, man. I'm called. sorry. A pay-per-view should not be that long. <laughs> I mean, how they break WrestleMania in two days. What about a premium live event? Can that go that long? Cause we're not remember, reviews anymore. I remember as a kid when they used to tape raw, it was probably six hours and that's no exaggeration. They, they would tape two shows yeah. And I think they would tape Superstar. So you were, by the last show, you were just like, man, please, you're tapping out. But I will say, I watched the WWE show, and that was probably one of their best pay-per-views they put on in a while. I mean, it was good. Right. It, it, it kept you hooked in. That was in Wales. Something at the castle. Calisthenics um, uh, yeah. castle. They did crazes, Looney Tunes at the, castle, yes. at the castle. Yeah, they did calisthenics at the castle. They did put sixty thousand plus in there, so Hunter is doing something right with the old uh, WWE. Well, I heard um, great. I heard great things about the Sheamus match. Oh my god, they killed <laughs> each other. Did they? That who was you, who, who, uh, who Sheamus work or who do you wrestle? Um, uh, it says he Gunther. Gunther, yes. Bob, yeah. your good buddy, your good buddy uh, Phil, created quite the stir yet last night. Um, I wake up and I'm seeing him all over the Twitter machine and all over social media. Phil McCracken, uh, yep. Phil McCracken, otherwise known as yes. Mr. CM Punk. Oh, that Phil. Yes, Mr. Hmm. Phil has fake kicks, has bad kicks, has bad leg, and yada yada yada. Wait, so he gets. He gets on the, they do this little media scrum at, at the end of every pay-per-view because they think they're the NFL, but whatever. And <laughs> he starts just running down the roster. like. And the funny thing is, Tony Khan, last time I checked, he is the owner of the company who pays everybody. I am correct to saying that, correct? He's the I mean, man. he people, he finds people, he, you know, he owns the company, he does what he wants. So if we put this in perspective, he is running down Adam Page. He's running down the Young Bucks. He's running down Omega because they're executive vice presidents, whatever. All the, mo- the while, Tony's sitting next to him. I don't know what other profession you can do that in, but I guess when you're CM Punk, you can do what you want. Mm-hmm. So at the end of this media scrum, as he's eating his brownies and drinking his drink or muffins, whatever he was drinking at the time, running down the guys asking questions, the dude gets up and obviously he was 
referencing the Young Bucks Omega. They're waiting for him outside this media scrum, allegedly, according to the dirt sheets and everybody else you read. And then Melee breaks out behind wherever this uh, press conference is happening. And apparently, rumor has it, we're just going to say it's rumor, but he was throwing some haymakers. He hit, I believe, was it Nick Phil? Jackson? Phil was throwing, Phil, who allegedly back in the day, I guess, dabbled in the old UFC arts. Um, <laughs> Ill fated as, as it is. UFC Phil was. <laughs> and I, I'm not being erroneous when I say that, though. Am I? I'm pretty. He stuck his toe in the sand and it got bitten off, if I remember correctly. Uh, Phil, it. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, it didn't it didn't go his way. Let's let's be we honest. Put that we could put that mildly. He didn't go his way, but anyways. Yeah. So they go come out, and he's throwing haymakers at the young bucks, and his little buddy, their ace, was there throwing chairs. Allegedly, I just read it, throwing some chairs around, knocked one of the boxes oh. around. Ace. And yes, yes. Uh, I- that's not, I don't know. I mean, because I know Ace and I don't, I, that's, uh, that's surprising to hear. I'm just, we're just going by what we read, what we see on the, get the internet, the Twitter machine, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what says you? I mean, we've been, we've been talking about tough guys. If it comes down to brass tacks, you can oh. handle yourself. You can handle yourself. Yeah. Why can't you guys? I mean, talk to me about it. Let's let's <laughs> let's not mince words. We've been let's talking about through, tough guys. Let's work our way through this, shall we? Okay. All right. Uh I'll indulge. Um, I mean, <laughs> all right, let's let's just make this a formal invitation to Phil. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm down, like, you know, he could, if, if that's the direction he wants to go, and, uh, I mean, he could pick, he could pick the time, the, the place, like, we can do it in Chicago, um, so wait a second, let me stop you right there, you're telling us, Live, not live, but as we're recording this, yeah. you're challenging CM Punk to a match, whatever he wants. I mean, he did say if anybody's got a problem with him who walks past him through the hallway, tell him to his face. You're telling him right now, you name the venue, you name what we're going to do, and you'll be there. Yeah, I mean, that would be kind of fun, right? Like, it can, it can be uh, boxing, it could be kickboxing, it can be MMA. I mean, shit, we can do this bare knuckle, whatever, whatever sounds good to Phil. He can pick the weight. He can pick the place. Like I said, I mean, whatever he wants to do, but yeah, let's make it official. Like, come on. I mean, obvi- obviously he listens to this show. He, he obviously follows your tweets. Well, everybody, hint, everybody. Hint, wink, wink. No. <laughs> so, I, okay. So truth be told since May, um, I have tried to get Tony Khan to sit down with me um, no less than five times to ask permission to uh, do a kickboxing fight. Um, it was actually something that I, I talked 
with other people in the company about, but I could never, you know, nail Tony down. And in Tony's defense, he's a busy man, especially on TV days, like is what it is. But I wanted, you know, permission to, to do a fight. Um, and uh, I, I, I couldn't get there with with tony so i mean now <laughs> it's no secret i don't need anyone's permission um at this point so like yeah let's make this shit official phil um <laughs> phil if you want phil. some come get some well i mean i'll do you one better phil let's fucking go <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how someone else would say it. <laughs> I think you're right. The yeah. challenge has been set, so we're all clear. Yeah. Phil, the choice is up to you. The ball is your in your court, so to speak. Yeah. CM Punk, Bobby Fish, let's fight. Why not? It was a tough guy, and we're talking about tough guys. He wants to throw haymakers at the Young Bucks, who, to my knowledge, you know better than I, they have no background in the the MMA stuff, do they, or do they? Uh, no, not that I'm I'm aware of. Um, but I do. I mean, I and I, on a, on a very short list of people in this industry that um, I can say, like you know, genuinely, I you know, I love those guys. Like I I I love them, and they're um, they're good people. They got kids. They got wives. Um, they're you know, God fearing uh good human beings um so on that level like yeah i mean <laughs> you're sticking up your you're sticking up your boys that's oh, admirable would i stick up for them yes i would but i was not there so who who actually knows um but yeah i mean <laughs> let's fucking go <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. there you have it folks the, the official challenge CM Punk, if you're out there, you know you are. You know where to find him. It's oh. not even a challenge, dude. It's an invitation. It's an invitation because, you know, at the end of the day, like, who am I? I'm nobody. You've got the most educated feet in professional wrestling. Don't sell yourself I, short. I, I, and look at his kicks. We've all seen right? them. You've, po you've pointed it out to us. Oh, they're atrocious. Well, you notice you said what you heard on the sheets was that he came out throwing haymakers. He didn't come out throwing kicks because <laughs> he ain't hitting anybody with those. Well, in Punk's defense, he's got 95 screws and a trash can and, and the bad foot. So it's hard to lug that around. It'd be, you know, I'm not sure I can. You try lifting that up. <laughs> Uh, the 95 screws in the trash can it's a, there's a promoter out there who wants to book this i would suggest you get on it now big money big money yeah 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 i'm hey listen i'm i'm in what are the odds we can get this to happen behind sand creek middle school in the white sand dunes <laughs> what did we call the chalkies yes the yep. chalk oh my god that would be home field advantage. That wouldn't be fair. That's true. That wouldn't that be true. fair. Well, gentlemen, um, what about uh, the other pay-per-views? Or uh, actually, we could even stick with this pay-per-view that surely in five hours, other things happened on that pay-per-view other than um, 
punk um, holding a muffin press conference next to Tony in a box of muffins. Where in a he case of whatever he was drinking, a case of soda or something, whatever. I don't know how that was. Okay. No, MJ, I know MJF made his return last night. Oh, okay. Okay. I did not see that. How was that uh, received? It was terrible. It was, no, it got a good crowd reaction, but what they did was he came out in a mask when they do that casino buff thing, when they had the chip in the air and the ladder. He came out in a mask. They gave him the chip. He came out later, unveiled himself as the uh, the Joker. So that's uh. how he came out, but I think that could have been done better. I will say, and I don't want to take crap on the whole pay-per-view, I did like when um, FTR, I think Dax brought his daughter out. That was pretty good. Okay. You know, she, she, she had she had health issues, and they brought her out, and that was pretty good. Oh, that so, is cool. That is cool. I didn't see it, so I, I don't know, but that, that uh, yeah, that's cool. That's uh, very cool. I mean, again, I'm just going by what I read off the internet this morning, because, again, it's a long pay-per-view. So she was I, there? She was in attendance? Yes, when they did the introductions, she came out with them, and I, at one point during the match, she came out again, and Dax, I think, tagged her in, and she made the pin. What? Yeah. All right, that's crazy. That's crazy. Can you imagine what that's like in the world of a nine-year-old, or I don't know how old she is? Right, right. Wow, that's nuts. Well, that was, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, that is. Finley, I believe her name is. Yes, yes, and yes. I would I have to. Like, any kind of professional ever. anything where there's where there's like human moments, they always seem to go over well. I think with any in yeah. any professional sport, like you know, human moments in baseball or football, pro wrestling, same thing. I think human human moments always are huge. Yeah, I agree. Well, because they're real. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you know that they're real. So you uh, you can trust what you're seeing, you know. Yeah, it wasn't manufactured; on, it was organic. It was good. Right. All right. So, uh, anything else on the uh, AEW pay per view of note, um, Frank? Did um, that I was. Are you going based on uh, results? I'm going going based off results. I I watched the uh, WrestleMania doc on A and E last night, which I thought was fantastic, and then uh, I was watching the uh, LSU FSU football game. Okay, what was the A and E doc? Was WrestleMania what one? The first one, Mr. T. Right, how they got there, how Vince mortgaged the whole future of his family, and how you know everything came to mm. be with the MTV stuff. Some of it I already knew, other stuff was I, you know, it's good to revisit some of that stuff because you appreciate the Rowdy Pipers and that whole how he was yeah. and that whole stuff. That that was pretty good. Yeah, well, it's uh, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, the business is so different from that time, you know, being somebody that grew up watching that um not knowing you know much about this side of the industry and then all these years later now being on this side of the industry and hearing um from people that were in the business then just you know it's a very pro wrestling is um one of those things that you know it, it evolves in a way that 
I would think uh, sometimes it's unrecognizable to people, even if it's like a decade later. What's crazy about that show, and I think Hogan said it during the show last night, that there's only five living people from that WrestleMania. Yeah, that's not that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, the, the uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, like preemptive death rate or premature death rate in, the, in, the, in, in any industry, um, I would think pro wrestling one's pretty high, you know, compared to other like uh, sports or forms of entertainment or whatever. And why exactly that is, I mean, it's pretty apparent years ago, you know, some of the the drug use and uh, living hard on the road, but being a guy now that um, is doing it, like, I think there's far less of that, you know, and people don't live hard on the road the way they used to. Not that I see. And like, you can just go back to your hotel room and get Uber eats and go to bed and wake up in the morning and do yoga and you know, like live in a way that, you know, you might have a shot at hitting 80 years old. Um, instead again, of, again, those guys are over on the road, man, 330 days a year. It seemed like, and again, shows, di- yeah. Yeah. Different business. Right different business you know and and like just talking to people of different generations like in the 80s you you see all these documentaries i'm a big documentary head i watch i love documentaries for whatever reason but you always hear people talk about the 80s as like yeah well cocaine was just you know we we just did cocaine (laughs) you know so it was just uh even outside of the wrestling business um a different world so what else well, we got going on boys what else we got going on what else is got there the news that we want to talk about um dennis you guys, you guys want to come to lasalle's homecoming dance i'm going to be djing that on a t- oh, bobby can't come bobby on the 24th is going to be in uh indiana aren't you crown point crown point indiana there's a shameless plug for um is that prestige frank i think that's not oh that's black oh, label pro Black Label Pro. Prestige will be the next night, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Correct. And that's yes. Portland. That's Portland, Oregon, correct? Yes, the 25th. The 25th in Portland, Oregon for Prestige Pro Wrestling and the 24th in Crown Point, Indiana. Black Label Pro. What can we expect going forward? I know we've got some surprises. I know you've got some surprises up your sleeve. What are, you, what are, we, what are we looking at? Well, um, I have spoken to a few uh, people about, and this was something I need to run by you and Dennis, about the idea of having some guests on. Um, I think it'd be a nice uh, treat for the listeners to, uh, to hear someone else talking outside you know, my nasally upstate New York accent. Um, and so I have gotten um, the okay from a few people. Um, we'll, we'll work on uh, when they're, we're going to get them on. But um, I don't know, first and foremost, I, I, I think maybe, maybe we can convince Mrs. Fish to 
come on, come on the show. I mean, I would like to have a, I would like to talk with the voice of reason in the fish household. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Listen, she, uh, I, I do more of the cooking, but, uh, she wears the pants. And she is quite the aloe grower. grower. And what I'm saying is I don't wear pants at home. I generally walk around like Winnie the Pooh. Pooh Bear. Hey, Pooh Bear. I mean, we'll, I we, mean can leave, we can leave no, this open-ended, but I have no. seen Bobby in a loincloth before. That was, But that was oh, a long shoot. time ago. That We don't need to get into yeah, that. But that's almost the opposite of the Pooh Bear. I'm saying at home, um, if... If our daughter's not here, because, you know, she spends uh, off weekends with her dad. Um, so when she's not here, it's no shoes. It's uh, no, shorts, no shorts. No, just, no I wear the t-shirt. Yeah, oh. that's the poop. Just the Donald Duck. The looking like Donald Duck, huh? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a all Disney right. fan. Don't judge nice. me for it. I like Disney. Not at all. No, nothing gross about it. Doesn't no. make you a bad guy. Who doesn't like Disney World? Mickey Mouse. Do you do the voices while you're like, well, do you walk around like, ha, why, hello? <laughs> well, that's a good Mickey. Thank you. I... <laughs> uh, wow. I, I don't, Mrs. Fish, do you want to? Your voice, that was impressive. Thank you. That was a moneymaker. You impressed Fish? I, I tried. Listen, if Disney's listening and you need a voice double, I can do it for short stints. I can't sing like Mickey Mouse, but I can do quick things. Oh boy! Wow! <laughs> Hiya, pal! Yeah, wow, wait. I can't wait to get the cease and desist letter from the Disney company. <laughs> That's that. I had no idea. So, what we got to look forward to next week on the next episode of this? Uh... I think we just. I think we just dropped another bombshell that next week. Uh, we may have the uh, podcast debut of uh, none other than the one and only Mrs. Aaron Fish. Yes. Outstanding. 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 <laughs> so, so we, well, we're looking, Frank, we're looking... I have a request that the next time you put the figure four on your son, to just, <laughs> uh, we get some photographic uh, proof. <laughs> He does do the uh, Jimmy Snooker off the um, windowsill. Nice. Oh. Okay. No, it's not nice. It's not nice. Well, not if you're the recipient. <laughs> exactly. Here's the story I have um, about Jimmy Snooker. So not the actual Jimmy Snooker, but... Is it, it's a fake one? The, yes. The Jimmy Snooker... Remember <laughs> rubber to the rubber... The the rubber uh, WWF figures from back in the day. Oh yeah, I, the Jimmy Snooker one. My uh, when I moved to Florida, I was still driving a Jeep Renegade, and um, my cousin happened to go. Uh, yes, my uh, Mrs. Fish refers to my Jeep Renegade, which was red, as the red roller skate because <laughs> shapes like a roller skate. Jeep Renegades. Next time you see them, think roller skate and you'll see it. I promise you. Anyway, my red roller skate, um, my cousin was at like a flea market or something and saw a, a, a beat up old school Jimmy Snuka 
um, rubber figure. And so he bought it for me. And um, I was just, it was more the gesture than anything else. Like more than me being like a big Jimmy Snuka fan or anything like that. It was just the fact that he was thinking of me when he was at a flea market. Why that touched my heart. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I kept this thing on my dashboard of my red roller skate and uh, Mrs. Fish <laughs> um, would privately worry that if we ever got into an accident, because she hates my driving, um, it, the airbag would go off and that Jimmy Snuckle would be launched into the back of her skull. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Once again, for all your Bobby Fish needs, t-shirts, that's right. You go to ProWrestlingTees.com. You type in Bobby Fish in the very search engine on top of their screen. You can buy any one of his shirts. The very shirts he wears in the ring, that's right. That's where you're going to find them. Also, you got a birthday coming up, a bar mitzvah. You want a shout out from Bobby Fish? Go to cameo.com. Once again, type in Bobby Fish in the search engine and away you're going to go. Well, I'll do you one better, Frank, is you can Hit also, me. while you're on the Pro Wrestling Tees site, there is a section on there where you can do a very cameo-esque uh, shout out for birthdays, bar mitzvahs, uh, you know. Funerals gender reveals whatever whatever you're into now tell I'll the boys and girls where you're gonna be uh i am going to be in baltimore maryland on october 15th and 16th the 15th i will be wrestling um mcw uh you can go to their facebook page for details and then uh celeb fest on the 16th in Baltimore, Maryland. I will be there signing whatever you bring my way and shaking hands, as long as I got hand sanitizer, kissing babies, not on the mouth, but you know. A little weird. Yeah. If somebody wants to book you, what do they gotta do? Cause you're out there, you're out about. What are they, how do, how do I book you? Call you? I'm gonna tell you how you're gonna book him. <laughs> <laughs> email me at franchise79 at aol.com or hit me up on the old facebook yeah i think that's the best way to do it I think so that about does it the next episode the uh the 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 world famous mrs fish will be our guest she will yes love that all looking forward to that and we do have some stuff in the works too for the podcast uh with some with some guests some some friends of bobby we'll say uh, yes. that will be that will be coming on so yep. those are yep. in the in the near future and i i think we've checked all the boxes gentlemen yeah i think we're good <laughs> frank so. frank closing thoughts from you once again just happy to be here Love uh -huh. that. same here i mean i got i gotta do it say good night bobby good night bobby